Welcome to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, the weekly mental ed show for high achieving women professionals. I believe that you, you're a go-getter. And as a go-getter, you're a world changer and you deserve all the success without the sacrifice. But in order to do this, you need the right tools and the right mindset shifts to achieve peak performance and the mental edge necessary for you to build your legacy without losing yourself along the way. Here, you'll learn how to use the power of neuroscience in leadership strategies so you can maximize your success, your impact, and your mental well-being so you can live at your fullest potential in your personal and your professional life. I'm a mom of two, a rule breaker, a status quo challenger, and believe a life of purpose starts from reigniting the leader from within. It's time to stop fixing what's wrong and start creating what is. This is the Blossom Mental Edge. Let's go. Welcome back to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Today we have a fellow OT on, Renee, super happy to be here uh, with you today. And she is going to talk about biohacking your body for optimal performance at work, at life. I love what you're all about. So Renee, we're happy to have you here. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Well, morning, maybe whoever's listening to this, it's morning (laughs) for both of us right now, but yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. And I just, I love your line of work. It is something that I am really unfamiliar with. And so I think that it's going to be a great message and a gift to our audience today. So share with our audience a little bit about you, um, who you are, what you do and, and what the heck it means to biohack our body. (laughs) Yeah. So I think my journey kind of started about five, six years ago. when I had my third baby, my husband had been diagnosed with a brain tumor and had his tumor removed. I had been applying for a position at the children's hospital for like five years and finally got accepted as a, at a position. It was like my dream job ever since going through grad school. Like that's where I wanted to be. And so I had this whole picture of like, I have my family, my babies, like everything's great. And then going through that whole life experience with my husband having the brain tumor, when you're faced with like a life and death situation like that, you really get into this place of like, you only live once. And am I really right now living a life that I really want to live? Like I'm no doubt about it. No regrets. Like this is exactly what I want to do. And the answer was no. And so I went online and started creating a network marketing business, really dove into this place of hustling, right? Like I was like, I can remember being at the hospital on my breaks and like had a pump set up. I was eating lunch and trying to text message and DM messages and like create this business side hustle all at the same time. And it was like squeezing in the cracks of every little part of my life. And I totally burnt out. And so I pivoted into trying to create my own thing online. Instead of trying to build the business in the network marketing space, I wanted to, you know, help other women and do something different. But I took that whole strategy of hustling and just keeping like squeezing in every small crack of my life. I took that with me. And it wasn't until a few years later that I realized like, I just can't do this. Like it is not worth it to me to sacrifice living in the here and now for the dream of someday, one day down the future. And that idea of, you know, just grinding it out for a time being in hopes that my business is going to grow into what I want it to do. And it's going to give me that freedom that I'm longing for. It became the question of how can I create the freedom now and 
still be building and working towards my business and the, the dream and the goals that I had set out. So that's where I learned about cycle syncing and learning about how your body has this natural rhythm that's very different than men. And so much of this like hustle culture and drive and keep up the motivation and the hoorah rahs that we're hearing from a lot of these motivational masculine speakers just really is not set up for the way women's bodies are built. And so that's what's leading so many women to hustling and sacrificing and burning themselves out, trying to build this business when really it's not that the business, it's the problem. It's the way they're building the business. And so I started leaning into pulling my cycle into my business and pulling it into how I work and how I live my life and realizing such a massive shift in this element of having seasons of really high rest, having high seasons of push, having seasons of connectivity and having this, this like balance. And I know people say balance doesn't exist, but I really think it's not necessarily about being equal all the time, but having a rhythm. And when we have this rhythm of things that really light us up and that matter to us, that that's what makes us feel balanced. That's what makes us feel like we're doing a great job showing up in all the areas of life that we want to show up in. So that's kind of a little bit about me and how my journey went. And then once I started sharing it with other women is when they all kept saying like, why the heck are women not taught this? Like, Why have women never been taught about how their body changes the way they think, how they show up, their productivity, their focus, like any of that, like just women have no idea. And so some of these things of, we talk about like imposter syndrome or doubts and fears, some of it is biological and the way your body's functioning. And when you know that, it just immediately lets go some of the weight that it's carrying on you. So now that is what I do is helping really women in business build their business from this place of more of that feminine rhythm and flow and a little bit more grace rather than necessarily just the hustle all the time. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I'm a prime candidate because (laughs) I, I have no, when you're like, I wrote this down, I'm like cycles sinking. What the freak is that? So <laughs> I think a lot of our listeners are going to be like, what? So whether they are building a business or on the field or in the courtroom, or, I mean, we have a lot of like high achieving women who tune in, you know, to, to our podcast. So my first question for you is you were talking about having a lot of seasons of like rest and productivity. Are you talking about like a season in any given month, like a weekly season or like, like, can you break that down? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. I literally am clueless. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, well, okay. So men have testosterone as their primary hormone at play. So testosterone functions in kind of a daily rhythm. So every 24 hours, men get a fresh dose of testosterone. It starts really high in the morning and it kind of waxes and wanes as the day goes on, but ends at kind of a low point. And then they get like a refuel every night when they wake up the next morning, they feel really good. But women have estrogen and progesterone as their primary players as hormones throughout the month. And so they don't function on a daily rhythm. They function on a monthly rhythm. So estrogen is the the hormone that's predominant in the first part of the month. And so you kind of get these like double humps in the month with estrogen is the high in the beginning. And then progesterone is the high at the end of the month and estrogen. Huh? Really? Yeah. Why don't I know this, Renee? (laughs) See, this is what I'm telling you. Most women don't know this. Okay. So estrogen is your really good focus hormone. It's the hormone that makes you feel really good. It makes you feel really inspired. You feel really focused. You're ready to tackle big projects. You feel really motivated. So 
when you're in that estrogen dominant phase, you're like, yes, my vision is great. Like this is, I can plan it. I've got the idea. I want to get it out there. I want to take momentum and like hit the ground running. And then when progesterone takes over, progesterone tends to be a little bit more of a calming hormone and, and it's a little less like go get them. And so you oftentimes that's what people could like their PMS week, right? Like they're, they're moody and irritable and all these things. And so you can get filled with a whole bunch of more doubts and emotions and fears and all these limiting beliefs and things like that in that other progesterone time of the month. So what happens is that women are just scheduling stuff all over the board, right? So maybe you have a time block every Monday, you're going to do content writing, or maybe every Monday you're going to do whatever, like you have a time block there, but your, your Monday on the first of the month is very different than your Monday on the 14th, how much energy you have, how much focus you have, how much creativity you have. Uh, I mean, like literally everything in your body, like even to the point how much sleep you get, how much, what foods you eat, like everything, everything in your body changes as we move through the month. And so when you start to notice that and you start to be aware of that, then it's no longer just scheduling based on that 24 hour rhythm. We're scheduling, okay, this is where my brain is going to be optimized for doing this particular task. So I'm going to schedule it here. And each one of the four different phases throughout the month has a really strong asset to it. So the first little bit of your month is really geared towards planning and organizing and scheduling your content and tapping into your intuition and uncovering those big ideas that you want to create. And then you move into this phase, which I call the accelerate phase is all about putting them into action, getting them up off the ground, like getting stuff rolling, taking, you know, trying new things. And then that time right around ovulation is what I call the connect week. You're the most magnetic, the most radiant, the most, you know, communicative. So talking with people, engaging with people and going on date nights and doing your live performances, like all that type of stuff. And then that PMSE week, which is what I call the reflect week is really your prime time for tapping into those emotions and limiting beliefs and letting go of them and moving through them, which allows you to then expand and up-level the next month. But it also is a really prime time if you're in business to write your content and write anything because you're going to have this much more emotional connection with your audience and be able to write in a much more articulate way. Whereas in the beginning of the month, you're more about getting stuff done. This is about like, how can I tap into those deeper emotions? And so each different phase has a really strong asset, but it's about learning to lean into those based on where they're at. Yes, that is so, so powerful. And I feel like, like you said, I feel like a lot of women, myself included, will just schedule and hammer through things because we're women and we get it done. But being able to see this and really step into our strengths and our, and our seasons of strengths throughout the month and being Mm -hmm. aware of what we need and when we need it and how we best perform in our most productive. That's key. So my, my next question for you is, okay, how do we recognize this? And then what if someone's irregular? So like for me, hopefully like there's no dudes listening, but this is like, wait, am I like, I am irregular. So like, what do I do in that case of like, I can't predict on the ninth of every month. Like, so how, so how do you know, how do you know what week is what? Hey, it's Dr. Jen. I know that you are a high achieving woman and you love striving for those next goals in your life. But oftentimes when you are striving for those bigger goals, you feel like you're simultaneously carrying the weight of perfectionism, pressure, self-doubt, and anxiety. How do I know this? Well, because that was me. 
And if you answered yes, you're not alone. In fact, a recent article states that 92% of high achievers, they're unhappy. So if you find yourself on the treadmill of looking successful on the outside, but wrestling with emotional exhaustion and mental depletion on the inside, then the NeuroEdge Leadership Training Program for High Achievers is for you. My friends, doors are open right now to get on the VIP wait list for the newest training by yours truly on the market today for high achievers like you. Inside the NeuroEdge Leadership Training Program for High Achievers, you'll be transformed by making quantum leaps and building a high value relationship with yourself first and then with others. You'll experience exponential growth and improve your professional outcomes while simultaneously accelerating the results in your personal life. And hey, one of the greatest features of this is that you're going to expand time and freedom by creating a life of design. Don't live with regret, my friend. Don't realize that you should have changed a long time ago. The invitation is now. The time to achieve success without that sacrifice, without losing yourself along the way, it's right now. So get on the VIP waitlist so you are the first to know when the next round of the NeuroEdge Leadership Training opens. Just click the link in my show notes or go to drjenniferblossom.com slash edge. I'll see you inside. Yeah. Well, so some of it comes from as like, you really need to like learn to listen to your body. Right. So even for me, like I will put this out there that there's a certain, um, vaccine that most of us probably got this last year that has made me incredibly irregular. I am not anywhere as regular as I was pre 2020. Um, and so things have been a little bit different for me. And so a big part of it is kind of tapping in and asking yourself, like, what are, where am I feeling right now? And being okay and letting things shift and move that maybe doesn't match up with the calendar so much. So there are days where I wake up and I'm like, gosh, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling really connective. I'm feeling really ready. So I'm going to batch a bunch of social media content, or I'm going to do all this stuff, but know that there's some flexibility. So for me, and granted, if you're trying to get pregnant, having an irregular cycle is not quite as easy to manage, but when we're looking at just how can I use it for productivity, it's a little bit easier to just put the calendar in there and know that it might have some variability to some extent, but it's going to be closer, right? So the one half of your month is going to be much more geared towards these X. I call it your external part of the month where you want to push stuff out. You want to get out there in the world. You want to be on stage. You want to talk to people. You want to do whatever. It's like a lot of outward stuff. And the other half of the month is more of this interface. And so when we look at even just splitting it out into those two phases, if you have this outer phase and maybe you're off on days, like irregular, a little bit forward or a little bit back, it's probably still landing closer to that outer phase versus the extreme opposite in your inner phase. And then you feel like you don't want to show up. You don't want to do it. It's complete opposite. So that's one element is that like, even if it's closer, <laughs> it's still going to have some benefits. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, is that your body is really smart. So your body is going to respond to the, the habits and the external cues that we give it. And for a majority of women, probably yourself included, is that we're living on these more masculine habits, these more mass, like 24 hour rhythms that are really not designed to help support our body having a really regular cycle. It's like your cycle and your body are all wacky trying to figure out what to do because we're just on this 24 hour rhythm. And so what I find oftentimes helps women is that when we start to live in alignment with where your cycle should be, 
right? So you take one phase and you superimpose and you start living. Eventually your body starts to figure out like, oh, this is how I'm supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to operate and can help balance those hormones out. Because a lot of women have probably an excess of cortisol, right? Like our stress hormone. And so when your stress hormone is really high, it's going to impact the production of all of those other hormones. And so when we start to help reduce that cortisol level, it helps all the other hormones start to regulate a little bit easier. So there's a little bit of both there, right? Like we can help use cycle syncing to help regulate and help our cycles get a little bit more regular. But even if it's not 100% matched up, closer to it is still going to benefit you and you're going to still feel those differences. Mm-hmm. So when we think about cycle syncing, and I mm-hmm. love this concept, I love the practicality of it. My question is, I still feel like, okay, but where do we start? So I think like yeah. the, the mindset portion of it, of like being aware of it, but then what is like the next practical step? Do we track things? Do you have guiding mm-hmm. questions? How do we really start to apply this to our lives? Yeah. Well, one it is going to be tracking and like listening to your body and tracking beyond just what your period is doing, right? Your period is like, I talked about it I talk about it in this, like, it's like a theater performance, right? Like your body has this whole performance going on all month long with estrogen, progesterone and LH and FSH and like all these things that are happening. Your period's just the encore. Like it's just the end of the show that's saying like, Hey, we just did this whole massive production all month long. Now you see the evidence of it with a period, but you didn't see any of the other performance that happened the whole rest of the month. And so we felt it but you probably felt it. Yes. But you were probably not aware of it. You were probably sitting there feeling like, gosh, why do I feel so sucky right now? When two weeks ago I felt great and I got so much done and I was checking off my to-do list. And today I just like, I'm dragging and I have no momentum and I have no motivation to get anything done. And so you start to see like, oh, this isn't like me. This is not like, and even going back to those like thoughts and like your identity, it takes the the weight off of like, this isn't you. This is not you not being able to be consistent enough. This is not you not having the motivation. It literally is biology. Like your body is functioning so different throughout the month. And so it gives you a lot of permission to say like, oh, I'm actually going to lean into just taking the day off today rather than feeling guilty about taking the day off. Because you know that taking the day off is actually what your body needs to then propel you into that next phase when you're going to feel like you can take on the world and that that pull back is actually really necessary, not necessarily counterproductive. And so what happens, I think, is a lot of women are just trying to push through, right? Like I know a lot of women that talk about just like pushing through their periods, just working hard through their periods. Like they just keep going as it's like this this thing that we're just going to brush aside to the back end of our you know, like we just don't, we try not to deal with it. Like men can keep going. We should just be able to keep going too. When in reality, if we actually pulled back, it's going to make you far more successful in the long run. Mm-hmm. So going back to that question, it was like tracking. So listening to your body and, and asking like one of the greatest questions you can ask yourself every day is like, what does my body need today? Like just checking in with your body and listening to that is one of those things that we have not been taught as a society. We've been taught to follow a certain diet plan. We've been taught to follow a specific fitness plan. We've been taught to follow even like sleep plans. Like you need this amount of sleep. You need this amount of food. You need like Like we've been taught that there's one perfect way to eat or eat, sleep and drink and all the things when really everybody's body is so different. Like everybody's body responds so differently. So listening to that and then tracking, what are those things that are going to make the biggest difference for the goals that you have? So 
maybe looking at, okay, my biggest sticking point is energy. So I need to start tracking where's my energy throughout the month. Is it high at certain points? Is it low at certain points? Are there things that I'm doing that are contributing to my level of energy? Maybe it's your focus, your level of distractions. Maybe it's motivation, like whatever those big things are for you. I would start tracking those throughout the month and start trying to notice, are there patterns of when you feel those ways? So, you know, what I teach is like, there are predictable ways and like predict like each of the phases has a very predictable pattern, but again, your body is you like your body might feel a little bit different. And so it's really important to take that step back and start listening to that. Mm -hmm. So my deeper question for you Mm -hmm. is when our listeners ask, what does my body need today? What should she be listening for? Or if she's like, how do I break this down even deeper? Like what does it need? Where should she be tuning into and feeling and knowing what to look for? Yeah. Well, it's kind of different. So like as people are going through life, I think most of us would probably label ourselves as pretty busy, right? We're going from one thing to the next to the next that we never actually pause and just take a second and tap in. Some Times that might be as simple as like you're in the middle of working and you're trying to do something. If you stop and ask your body, like, what does your body need? Your body might need like as simple as a glass of water. Like you might be in that moment where you're like, you're so focused on what you're working on that you've neglected to give yourself food or water all morning long. So it could be as simple as just looking at that. It could be also this like check-in of, gosh, I've been hustling for three weeks now and I haven't given myself even a break to have something fun or something pleasurable or some sort of like, I just need to go for a walk right now. So it really is a kind of, I would describe it as like a mindful moment of just checking in and saying like, where do, what do I need right now to make my cup feel, feel good? Where do I need, what do I need right now? That is either physiologically or mentally what I need to just take a pause and check in with myself and know that like whatever comes up for you. And oftentimes it's about trusting that sometimes it's like the first thing that comes to your mind. You're like, I just need to get up and go for a walk, or I just need a drink of water, or I need to you know, sit down and read a book or whatever it might be. Oftentimes we undervalue what our body's telling us. We just haven't been taught to listen to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you ensure that she is incorporating this throughout the day? I think that it's common for us to start our day off this way, but Mm -hmm. then the day can unfold and we can lose out on that mindfulness and we can lose out on being in tune with ourselves. So do you have any best practices or tips for helping our listeners really harness that state of awareness and mindfulness all throughout the day. Yeah. Well, I think like you said, starting the day with it and then also knowing where you're at in your cycle is going to help. So, you know, like when my kids are freaking out, like there's been times when my kids are like freaking out and I get leveled. I like, even this week, I was like irritated with my daughter. She was doing something. I got snappy. And even just like, as I was getting snappy, I was like, okay, wait, I'm in this phase. I just need to take a step back. Like I need to take this pot. So like that is going to be helpful. Even just like in the beginning of the day, checking in with yourself and knowing this is the phase I'm in so that you have that at the forefront of your mind. As you move throughout the day, if something happens and you feel triggered, you can come back to that. The other thing is like just starting the day with it is going to be helpful. Oftentimes what I do with my clients too, because we have daily rhythms too, just like men have like testosterone, women have daily rhythms. So times of the day that they feel really good in the morning, like that three o'clock lull in the afternoon is actually very biological, right? Like we don't want you to crash at three o'clock in the afternoon, but having a lull in the afternoon is very biological based on your diurnal rhythms and things like that throughout the day. So even setting an alarm on your phone to where it goes off. And I like, I'll have my clients sometimes do this in the beginning. And so that they can kind of check in, like, where am I 
it 10 o'clock in the morning? Where am I at noon? Where am I at three? Yeah. Am I feeling like high or am I feeling low? And it literally can be as simple as that is like the alarm go off and say, am I feeling really high or am I feeling really low right now? Mm-hmm. And for my clients, when we're working on productivity, I want them to track that so that we can schedule if they have a really a task that requires a lot of brain function, a lot of cognition, a lot of creativity that we're putting that at the time of the day when their brain is best performing yeah. versus putting it at a time of the day when they're like almost snoozing, but not yeah. really there. Right. So yeah. that can make a huge difference. Like even for me, I used to do all my work at night when the kids went to bed and I would spend hours at the end of the day, like hours getting something done and would feel so frustrated And then I'd come wake up the next morning and see like all the errors I made or the mistakes I made, or like, it doesn't feel really great versus pivoting that and starting to do it in the morning instead of at night, I'm getting it done half as much time. It's much better content or whatever I'm working on. It just is vastly different. So that would be the best thing is kind of like having an alarm, having something in your day where you can just have that quick little check-in moment. And it doesn't require a lot. Like this literally can just be, as soon as the alarm goes off, you don't even have to stop what you're doing. It's just that the alarm then triggers you to stop and take that second. Yeah, I love that. It's like a little brain, mm-hmm. little brain cue. So yes. good. Renee, this was so helpful. And, yeah. um, you know, I think we talk a lot about peak performance here. And so I think with this information too, it really plays nicely into how we can show up um, just fully in our best selves every single day, personally and professionally. And one thing that I love to do when we end our shows is um, share a pearl of wisdom for the week. And so if you could just wrap up our whole conversation and share just a take-home message, a pearl of wisdom for our listeners, um, and then share where they can find you and if you have any fun Mm -hmm. things coming up as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is just to trust yourself. There's so many, there's so much noise out there telling you how you should do things, what works well for somebody else, how, you know, somebody has got this key to success and whatever, but it really comes down to, and I think you and I recorded an episode for my podcast, which guys can go check that out too, when it comes out, but we talked a lot about alignment and finding that thing that feels aligned for you is going to be the game changer for everything. So this whole idea behind cycle syncing is learning to listen to your body first, learning to listen to what's good and right for you. And even beyond that, like what's good and right for your family and what's good and right for your business. Like it doesn't matter if somebody else has a structure that works really well for them because it may not work for you and your body and your lifestyle. So trusting that and learning to lean into that will be the, one of the biggest game changers you could do. Yeah. And then as far as where you could find me. I definitely have the podcast, The Cycle Advantage. Love hanging out there. If you want to hang out with me more often than that, because we put out one episode a week, I am loving TikTok. So that's one of the fun places I love to hang out. I tend to post a bit more over there than on Instagram, but I am still on Instagram. Both of those at Renee Fick. And we do have our Cycle to Scale training, which is awesome where we'll dive into this a little bit deeper. I'll tell you exactly like when to post content, when to create content, when to do a live, when to, you know, have those hard conversations, when to ask for a raise, like all those types of good goodies of exactly knowing when to do things throughout the month so that you're working in that peak place where your body's at will be on October 13th. So you can go over there and jump into that. Oh, awesome. And we will link that for, um, all of our listeners for you guys in the show notes. So Renee, thank you so much for coming on and for sharing all of your wisdom and just your insight today. It was awesome. Of course. Thanks so much for having me here. 
Hey, did you get on the VIP waitlist to be notified of the next available round of the NeuroEdge Leadership Training Program? The doors are open right now to get on that VIP waitlist. So if you want to learn more about accelerating your peak performance and harnessing that mental edge to live your life at your fullest potential, don't wait, girl. Get your name on the list and you will be notified of our next available training. Just click the link in my show notes or go to drjenniferblossom.com forward slash edge. I'll see you inside. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within, and you can start by taking action from today's show. I'm proud of you, and I'll see you back here next week. And hey, before you go, will you do me a favor? I need your help in getting this message out in front of other women just like you. You can make this possible by sharing this episode with your girlfriends, by subscribing to the show, and by leaving an honest rating and review of the show on iTunes. Your support is everything, and together, we can change the world. 